Hi everybody, welcome to 2023. This is Lia from Bellway and welcome to the My World Podcast. Earn up to 50% per annum in interest when you invest with Premier Credit. Visit www.premiercredit.co.zm to start investing today. So today we continue from where we left off last time and that's the conversation on financial inclusion. We have a narrow focus on payment systems and more importantly, we'll be talking about one key area and that is MasterCard. You may know them as a credit card company, but also they've recently introduced the payment systems that you and I will dive into with the expert that we'll be talking to. Who better to have this conversation with than Director Country Business Development right here in Zambia and also Malawi, who is Vincent Malikani. Vincent, welcome to my work podcast. Thank you. Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Okay. Uh, I, I know a lot of people out there that are either listening by the podcast or watching us have heard of MasterCard. They probably use MasterCard. Yeah. But then we want to hear it from like your perspective, from you and your team's perspective, from, you know, just inside information, quote unquote. Yeah. Yes. So before we get into the serious stuff, um, we want to know who Vincent is. So tell us a little bit more <laughs> away from MasterCard and being director. Who is Vincent? I'm a bit interested. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. So yeah. um, my, my name is Vincent, as you've said, Vincent Malikani. Um, uh, born and bred in Zambia. Um, uh, I'm married uh, with three kids. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I think that's a short synopsis. <laughs> Unless there's what a bit more. What are your kids' that... names? So, so my firstborn is called Malumbo. Mm -hmm. um, second is Chumwemo, and then Asha is the thirdborn. Who is the naughtiest of your children? Um, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't probably say naughtiest. Yes. I, I would say interesting. Yes. Uh, I should say Chumwemo. Chumwemo. Well, what's the most interesting thing that Chumwemo has ever done? She loves acting, so she can, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she can she can throw up something, stand there, and yes. then try to act. Um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think she really loves acting and then she can, she can also try to mimic singing to yes. a bigger audience and obviously uh, she would want us to provide that sort of a thing like with a bigger mm -hmm. audience. Yeah. The audience, oh yeah. my God, I can only imagine like you sit in there, like yeah. you just sit there and listen and take in my talent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's great. That. That's great. Okay, so before we get into the serious stuff, I want to ask you a series of questions so okay. that we can, you know, tone you down before you start talking about the critical issues. Okay. And just to know you a bit more. So I have a few questions, which we're going to call icebreaker questions. And you have to answer off the top of your head. I can only give you three seconds tops to answer. And if I don't? <laughs> no, you have to answer. I don't want you to think too hard about it. Okay. So question number one, what is the most played song on your playlist? So the most played song on my playlist is called uh, Good and Gracious King mm. by Sita Light. Okay, perfect. Are you a morning person or a late night person? Interestingly, I'm both. Really? Yeah. How? So sometimes even if I sleep at midnight, mm -hmm. I can wake up at six. Genius. And those like genius times, we call them creative times. Yeah, I don't know. You can say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can see how you didn't make director just from nowhere. Yeah. So what do you usually get up to in the morning? So the routine, obviously, in the morning is, is the usual. I need to, first of all, energize myself. Mm -hmm. um, 
by by reading God's word. That's yeah. how I start the mornings. Okay. Yeah. Then after that, do you do you have like school runs to do? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do have school runs uh, that I need to do before I actually start um, work. Yeah. So I need to take the kids to school and then come back and then yeah. What always makes you laugh? What is that one thing you're guaranteed will make you laugh? Interesting. <laughs> um, I, I would say when people are trying to make something that is very complex or very serious and yes. then they're just trying to make fun of it. Yes. I think that, that will always make me laugh. That's, that's something good. Yeah. That's something really good. Okay. Um, what is a fact about you that no one would guess? A fact about me that no one would guess? Mm -hmm. That's an interesting question. Yeah. Um, but I, I do have some talents that no one would guess that I... I want to know. I want to know. So I kind of used to act way back. Really? Yeah, way back when I was young. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't think anyone would have guessed. Yeah. I don't think anyone would have guessed that. Okay. So at least we do know a bit about you. Uh, I know Chimwemwe going forward. And okay, so we'll get right into it. Do you remember what your first investment was? Yes, I do remember. So my first investment was that a friend was running um, a second-hand uh, second clothes uh, sort of business and he asked me to invest in it and, and I did. Uh, yeah. yeah. And how much did you make from it? Do you remember the numbers? Well, I think that's the interesting part of the story because it didn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> was, so you learned. Yes. At least you learned something. The school fees, I call them. Okay, yeah. okay, perfect, so perfect. So some school fees there. Okay, yeah. no, no, we'll leave it. I'll, I'll leave it there, I will not prom. Um, so now that we're talking about MasterCard, you, you, you had the business development part of it, yeah? Can you give us an explanation of who MasterCard is and what your role entails? Okay, interesting. So, so MasterCard is a global business. It's a technology business. Um, Obviously, for most of the people, they don't see it that way. Um, but we are a technology business, contrary to what most of the people look at. So our role is simply to make payments accessible, to make payments affordable, seamless, safe, and secure. That's what we do as MasterCard. And uh, so my role entails ensuring that I kind of bring all the partners together, mm -hmm. all the parties together. So you're talking about your typical financial institutions, banks, so to say, fintechs now, um, governments, telcos. I need to manage all these stakeholders to make sure that we bring them on the platform where they can do these things, where they can offer um, payments to consumers which are accessible, which are affordable, which are simple, which are secure, which are safe. Okay. Uh, through through this entire process, I like to believe you did identify the gaps in payment systems and, uh, and and so on and so forth, especially with your partners. What are some of the strategies that you adopted when you found these gaps? So obviously, I think I think one of the strategies that we adopted, uh, particularly in the Zambian market, because as as you may be aware, that my role obviously entails looking after. Malawi as well. Mm -hmm. So one of the one of the things that we adopted in the Zambian market is to make sure that we go with the non-traditional players in the market. Um, so you're talking about fintechs. Those yes. are what would, I would call the non-traditional players, uh, and then try to bring them onto the payments platform. Um, but what I think has played into our hands. Uh, one might look at it as as a curse, but obviously COVID came in as a blessing from mm -hmm. our point of view um, because we have seen it accelerating 
payments from a digital point of view. Yes. Um, and obviously, from MasterCard's point of view, because our role is to make sure that we digitize payments to make sure that we can bring everyone onto the platform. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think what's worth mentioning is the fact that as MasterCard, we do have a goal. It's a very ambitious goal. We do yes. want to bring close to 1 billion consumers onto who are financially excluded yes. by 2025 to make sure that we bring them um, One billion. into the, yeah, into oh, the mainstream, wow. okay. into the mainstream financial system where yes. they can do payments. Yes. So, so obviously with COVID, we've seen that it has made our life easier to make sure that we attain that dream. And on that number, we've also looked at another, another less ambitious target, but mm -hmm. obviously it might be ambitious depending on what, what you're, where you are looking at it from. We do have an ambition to bring in 50 million uh, uh, small medium enterprises, this like SMEs also yes. onto the into the platform yes onto the platform that's that's brilliant that, that, that's brilliant and we have seen that you you have partnered with quite a number of financial institutions so i i believe there's there's like magic in numbers and in partnerships but before we go there how do we differentiate mastercard from your competition in regards to service delivery and market penetration Interesting question. So obviously, I think one of the things that we've uh, prided ourselves into as MasterCard is uh, uh, innovation and technology. This is the role, a, a space that we've played greatly and mm -hmm. we've invested a lot as a business. Um, I think, for example, here in Zambia, we've partnered with the likes of Spain. Uh, yes. We've partnered with the likes of uh, uh, Zazu, now called Union 54. Yeah. to make sure that we bring on a whole lot of consumers into that space where they should be able to make transactions. Um, so, so technology is one of those that we use. Customer service is another area that uh, differentiates us from everybody else. I think we 24-7, we're reachable. We have mm. excellent uh, customer service. 24-7? Yes. Okay, yeah. okay. No, I, I just needed to highlight that because that's very big. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah, so. when it comes to money. And I, I do know we live in a society where most individuals are still driven towards cash. Absolutely. So if you're going to introduce this payment system to me and something goes wrong, I kind of need you available to tell me what's going wrong with my money. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and obviously that is coming on the back of the fact that we are a global business. Yes. Yeah. So obviously, you know, when you're sleeping, someone is awake. And That's chances true. are that where they are work, there is a MasterCard It's 8 a.m. somewhere. Yes. <laughs> yes, and they are trying to make sure that at every moment that you need something sorted yes. out, we are there to make sure that we offer you that seamless service. Hi, I'm Peter. I make money by investing in great opportunities. Now, come closer. I want to tell you a secret. Do you know that there are thousands of people applying for loans every month? Now I know you are asking if you could start giving out loans on your own using your hard-earned cash and make lots of profit. Wrong. You and I both know that that's not a smart move. Rather, you could invest through a peer-to-peer -peer lending platform like Premier Credit. And instead of doing it yourself, Premier Credit will lend your money out for you to people they know can pay you back with interest. Now that's smart investing. With peer-to-peer -peer lending from Premier Credit, you can invest for the future too, just like I do. Visit premiercredit.co.zm and start investing today. Investments start from as low as 500 kwacha. Terms and conditions apply. 
So I do know we're looking at it from a perspective of the urban areas. Let, can we take it down to uh, the remote areas? I, you've mentioned that you have partnered with SPIN and other financial institutions. How have these partnerships helped with service delivery, especially to the most remotest of areas in our communities? Yeah, that, that's a great question. Obviously, I think when if I just um, go back, just track back backwards from where I started from with mm -hmm. our strategy of trying to, first of all, do business with the non-traditional players, I think one of those is the telcos. And so, so telcos are, are not like in the mainstream uh, payment sector. Mm -hmm. But what we've seen is we've seen that we do have uh, uh, mobile money coming yes. up. And, and then mobile money is essentially everywhere. So yes. you, you find mobile money in the very remotest part of the country. Mm -hmm. and, and what we've done uh, as MasterCard, obviously, is to make sure that we forge partnerships. Mm -hmm. For example, I'm, I'm proud, proud to say that in the markets which I'm looking after, both even Zambia and Malawi, yes. we have partnerships with all the existing telcos. So nice. in Zambia, we do have partnership with Airtel, with MTN, with Zamtel. Mm -hmm. uh, that's one way we are making sure that we do a breach because as you may know that we want customers to transact anywhere, anytime. Effortlessly. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so, so by having, forging these strategic partnerships with the telcos, then we know that as far as wherever these telcos are, uh, our services um, can also be accessed and yeah. these customers should be able to do the same thing to transact in a seamless manner, mm -hmm. in a secure manner, yes. um, in a safe way. That's brilliant. For me, I, I, I like to believe that when it comes to telecoms or MNOs, they do have the wider reach, like you've mentioned, even with someone without a smartphone who have USSD on their phones. So I, 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 I'm just looking at it from like a grandma somewhere or, I, or an old lady who has like serial money seated um, somewhere because they're farming and whatnot. But then how do you integrate cash from cash into these uh, online payment systems? I feel that's where now the challenge usually comes in of just payment systems. Yeah. 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 I think, I think that's great um, to, to, that's a great question, obviously. And, and I think I'm happy to say that um, the solutions that we, we are providing to our customers are device agnostic. So what, what it simply means is uh, whichever device that you are using, yes. um, MasterCard will cater for you. So if, you, if you're looking at a device like a feature phone, yes. so this is like, um, yeah, someone says a, a dumb phone. Yes. Because it's, the it's, other it's, one is called yeah. a smartphone. <laughs> so so if, if, if we go it, yeah, so, yeah, so if we look at a feature phone, mm -hmm. um, a feature phone uses USSD. Yes. And then what we've done with a quick response code, which uh, in the market is called a QR code. Yes. With a QR code, we you are able to input, uh, to use it on USSD. So it's not just mm. a smartphone which can be used uh, on, on QR. Yes. So what we've done is we, we've looked at the realities on the ground and trying to understand the market in which we are operating. And, and I like that, know. like the realities, like what's actually going on. Absolutely. Mm. So we, we make sure that we cater to everyone from those using the feature phones to the ones using the smartphones and mm -hmm. those who want to do transactions from the iPad, from the web. So we do have solutions that cut across all the devices. Okay. So... Um, you have mentioned this, but I want you to just look at it from like a, dif a different angle. What role is MasterCard playing in, in, in the growing world of fintech? There's this fintech word that's being thrown around. You have, you have put it down in few pointers in most of the questions that you've answered. But is there like a specific one line 
of uh, how you are actually growing in the world of fintech? Yeah, I think we're doing a lot. And I think one of the things uh, that differentiates us as MasterCard is the amount of investment that we've poured into this specific area called fintech. Yes. Um, I just want to to expand it, financial technology. Financial, then, financial yeah, technology, yes. It sounds like it's, <laughs> we just need to demystify it's like the way. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so, so we've, we've done quite a lot of things. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think um, I just want to talk about... Uh, one or two things that we've done in that space. I think we do have several programs mm -hmm. uh, where we bring fintechs on board. One, yeah. of the, one of the programs, we call it um, MasterCard Engage. We also have a MasterCard Accelerate program. So these yes. are programs where we bring fintechs. We, we, we take them through and also expose them to each other, yes. expose them to technology and expose them to endless opportunities. I think one of the greatest programs we, ha we have is called StartPath, MasterCard StartPath. Okay. So with MasterCard StartPath, we onboard um, several fintechs who qualify uh, using, you know, it's not a very difficult criteria for, for fintechs to qualify. And then once they qualify onto that program, mm -hmm. uh, they are taken through, uh, they are held through. And once they graduate from there, what we've seen is uh, to date, we've seen when these graduates, because they also become uh, attractive to uh, investors, investors out there and yes, we, yeah. we've kind of seen um, uh, these fintechs raising uh, north of five billion dollars. Oh wow. Uh, that's great and we can look and say that it's because of the work that we put in, mm -hmm. the investment that we put in, in making sure that we help these fintechs. So I think that uh, I should say is one of those distinguishing competences that MasterCard has in terms of how much focus we put on fintechs. Okay, that, that's brilliant. So away from just financial inclusion, you're actually looking now for the SME and also for the future, pretty much. I like that. So we, when we discuss finances or any form of payments, yeah, we can't run away from the inherent risk of fraud. Yeah, I think that's something that you probably uh, always um, looking back at. How does MasterCard counter these risks uh, as part of your service delivery? So, so we, we are very much aware of what fraud does um, mm -hmm. and, and the fact that obviously wherever they are, because if you think of fraud, I would say that it's, it's like thinking of, they say in the animal kingdom, wherever hunters like lions go, the yes. vouchers will also come. And yes. so I would, I would obviously see fraudsters like yeah. vouchers. And so, mm -hmm. so we are aware of, of that reality. And what we've done is we, we first of all have tools, um, yes. a lot of fraud tools that makes our payment secure, but we, we've just gone beyond um, making tools available um, that our customers can access and that can give them a peace of mind as they do transactions that can make uh, their transactions safe and secure. Yes. We've also done some investments. For example, we've invested close to $250,000 mm. uh, to make sure that the payments uh, mm -hmm. for, particularly for the small scale um, uh, merchants are uh, are secure. Yes. So, so we are we are walking the 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 the, the talk. Okay. Um, we've we've put some investment in this space. Okay. Yes. Okay, that's good. Peace of mind. Yes. I, I I like to believe that's what everyone wants. If I'm yes. going to use this, at least just guarantee me some form yes. of peace of yes, mind. Yes, okay. Yes. So, finally, I I know the conversation has been going on great, and I don't want it to end. But all things come to all good things come to an end. Um, what we, what should we look out for 
in, in relation to MasterCard in like the near future? Any uh, new partnerships or any strategic positioning that you guys are looking to? I think there's a lot that we need to look out for. Um, I think I think one of the things uh, that should excite us is AI, machine learning. So yes. there's quite a lot of there's quite a lot of uh, stuff that is happening there. Mm -hmm. So even because we've talked about fraud, yes. so even in combating fraud, there's quite a lot of AI that is being used in making sure that uh, fraud is abated. And from Mastercard's point of view, this is one area that we have invested in, and it's an area that you must look out for. Uh, there's going to be a lot of AI solutions coming out out there. I think uh, the other top of mind thing I'll talk about that mm -hmm. we must look out for is um, there's a trend. We call it buy now, pay later. Obviously, this is like very different from your traditional uh, credit card. Yes. Um, and and I, I should have mentioned the fact that obviously we are not a credit card business as we yeah. think so. Oh, okay. so so it's, something to note. Yes, it's <laughs> <laughs> something. To we note, are yeah. a technology business. Yes, pretty much in the same space as 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 Google and 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 uh, Apple, if you like. Okay. So so when you look at uh, there's this trend where people don't want to pay things on credit, particularly mm -hmm. the millennials and then the generations after. Yes. Uh, so there's this product that we've come up. Uh, it's called Buy Now Pay Later. So people want to pay in installments, mm -hmm. but they don't want to pay it on credit. So Mastercard is trying to enable um, to enable for that to happen, and we've we've got solutions and technologies out there which is making that this happens. Okay. Um, we've also invested heavily in blockchain. It's a bigger topic. Obviously, it's something we cannot really want to to dive into mm -hmm. but obviously we know that those things are going to shape how we see things yes and obviously mobile um africa is huge on mobile mm -hmm. and so we must be ready to see that there's going to be a lot of solutions coming out which are curated for the mobile experience yes and and we as mastercard are working on making sure that there's there's quite a lot coming out and we should look out for them because if you think of it uh at the moment uh people's lives are on mobile. That's and true. So we are making sure that we, we cater to to these things and, and so people should look out for these things. Okay. No, thank you so much. I think we we got more than we actually bargained for. And I like the fact that you've highlighted quite a number of things uh, in relation to what we should look out for, the AI, the blockchains, the financial inclusion, the partnerships that that, that you that you've embraced and also how you're trying to get to the last person in, in in the most remote areas. And I feel for me that is something that every single person should be looking out for, especially because our financial inclusion numbers don't look really good. They're increasing, but they're not as good as we would want them, we would want them to be. So thank you to MasterCard and, and the efforts that you're trying to put in and your team. So we could only wish you the very best in everything that you do. And again, thank you for coming on My Wolf Podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, it was a pleasure. Okay. So that was Vincent Malikani, Director, Country Business Development, um, right here in Zambia and also Malawi. We were talking about financial inclusion, but more importantly, payment systems uh, being integrated by MasterCard. My name is Lia Pambewe. This is My Wolf Podcast. You can find it on all podcast platforms. You can also find us uh, on YouTube. As you've seen, we have introduced our video aspect of the podcast. So you can find us on YouTube. You can follow us on our Facebook pages. And also remember to follow the MasterCard um, 
Facebook platforms to keep up with all the information that you need um, in relation to the projects that they're working on, in relation to everything that relates to you as an individual. So once again, thank you for tuning in. Bye-bye.